Welcome to a work in progress with Mark and Pete. Hello, you. Hey, it's nice you. to you. N- nice to chat to you again. Uh, what do you think their name is? Uh, um, um, Lavender. Lavender. Yeah. Lavender. If you're listening to this, welcome. Mm-hmm. We see you. We see you, Lav. Lav. <laughs> Everyone calls him Lav. Yeah. Yeah. It's Lavender. Lavender Brown. That's a Harry <laughs> Potter character. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how are you, bud? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Just got a good workout in? Just got a good workout in? You did great. I'm not proud of you. I'm buttoned up. I want to show too much. <laughs> not that kind of show. That's right. You are a religious leader, in fact, so <laughs> must be proper. <laughs> proper. Um, proper. I... My mom last so last night we went to my parents' house to watch the Jets game. Oh, Jets Bills! Because yeah. we were excited. I was very excited to see Aaron Rodgers play. <laughs> that I didn't was. last long. Did not last long. <laughs> I actually got there like five minutes late, and he was already done. Oh no like, way! Oh, you didn't goodness. even get to see the four. I didn't plays. even get to see the four plays, and uh, so I was pretty bummed. But we were there pretty late, and uh, I had this morning off because I had Grace was leading the classes. And, uh, but last night, um, I'm, it was probably like nine something. My mom was talking about how she couldn't come to the gym because she had to work. And I was like, well, what about mm, the early classes? Yeah. She didn't want to go by herself. And then she was like, well, why don't you come and we can go together? And I was like, okay. Whoa. So, uh, which is nice, but I was like looking forward to sleeping, sleeping in because in. Exactly. I get up at like four fifteen every morning. So, yeah. um, I still you got just, to sleep until like five fifteen. You didn't ghost her? What? You didn't go straight? I almost did. So <laughs> I woke up this morning just dead and I was <sighs> like, uh, I texted her and my mom doesn't always have her phone by her. Mm. So she's not great at responding quickly or seeing your text. And uh, so I was like, hey, just wanted to see if you're up and if you still wanted to go. Mm. It's at like 5.20. And I know I have to leave at like 5.30 to pick her up to get there in time. Yeah. And she hasn't texted me back. I went back to bed or laid back in bed and I texted her. I was like, if it's okay with you, I think I'll just go back to sleep. Oh. And then thankfully I got up and I was like, I, cause I pictured my mom standing by the front door by herself waiting, waiting for, for me, you, not oh, seeing that the text. Is a sad I was like, picture. I have to go. I have to get up. I have to go. So, uh, it was tough, but th- she was up right by the door when I pulled in. No way. And, uh, we picked up, I picked her up and we went and it was actually a great workout. And I felt like it set up my day to like be better. Cause I got my workout in and all that stuff. So yeah, you got to spend time with mom. You got to spend time with mom. Yeah. So it was all good things. And it's kind of like, yeah, there's so many things that we should do that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's almost always better when we do them, mm. even though we don't want to. Yeah. A lot of times we don't want to. Mm-hmm. Adulting is hard. I was thinking about wanting yesterday, and there's two types of wants, right? There's the right now what you want, mm. but then there's the long down the road what you want. Yeah, and I think a lot of people's there's frustration things, is like yeah. they don't align. Yeah. Right? So let's say um, you want to have really good teeth, mm. but you also love candy and yeah. Sweets and things that eat away at your want teeth. Both of those things. And in the moment, you're like, "Well, I really want the candy, mm. but you also want really good teeth." Yeah. And they can't. It's like uh, you can't serve both God and money. Money, right? It's you like you can't serve candy. You can't serve. Teeth. You can't serve two masters. Yeah. And I find that a lot of times with people at the gym who want to like make a change, mm. is they're trying to serve two masters. They mm. want to be fit, healthy, energetic, vibrant. You know all these good things, but they also want to 
eat whatever they want and skip workouts and stuff. It's like, well, you're, you're trying to serve two masters and then you end up being extremely frustrated mm. with yourself, which only is, it ends up usually being pretty bad for people. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why it's so like when you're, when planning and everything, it's why it's important to start with your goal and your work, work backwards your way back. Yeah. And, and so many times it takes time and patience to, mm. to get to that end goal. Yeah. So you have to do things without seeing results, not just gym wise, but in life, right? Mm-hmm. Like a career, all sorts of things. Who's and we're impatient. We're so impatient yeah. as a, a species. So impatient. <laughs> like humans just want like now, especially now with like cell phones and stuff, right? Yeah. You try and load a, a page online and it takes five seconds instead of a mm-hmm. half a second. You're like, what's going on? Can you imagine like, the patience they must have had before the internet and technology. And oh, dude. You just like wait for a letter to come in the mail. Days, Whoa. weeks. What? You just wouldn't know. You just don't know when it's coming. Yeah. You just wait. You just and live you just life. Forget about it. And wait. And when it comes, that's nice. Yeah. Now, if you text somebody and they don't respond right away, you're like, what did I do wrong? What Why did they I hate do? me? What did I do wrong? <laughs> I must have offended this person deeply in some way. Not responding immediately. And then you text them another text, a follow up to be like, "I'm sorry, whatever I did to hurt you, Mm -hmm. I didn't mean it, and I apologize." And then they text you later, like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about?" No, I just I was at work. (laughs) No, I'm sorry, I didn't text you back in ten minutes. The thing that the the thing that I do that sometimes it's toxic is I'll text somebody, and if they're not responding quick enough. I'll get on like their social media and see if they've posted. And we're like, you're on your phone. You posted a picture. Why can't you respond yeah, to my text? Yeah, because you can see on like Facebook, like if the light is green or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, you're, like, exactly. on, you're like, I know you're on. You're there. You can see it. I mm-hmm. know you know. I know you know that I know that you We know. live in 2023. Yeah. We uh, can put a man on the moon. You can. Gwen was saying she shared her. No, there's no one. <laughs> no. Oh uh, man, the moon not is biting. very interesting. Not biting. <laughs> no. Okay, so th- something that I think is crazy, in, and I'm sure there's a scientific reason for this. And anybody who is listening that's like actually worried about my sanity, it's like I just I'm worried about my sanity. I just like to question things. <laughs> I would not be surprised if we did land on the moon. I would not be surprised no. if we did. And I'm not wouldn't be upset if I was wrong either. Yeah. I just think it's more likely that we probably didn't. You just have some questions. About yeah, that. I just got it. It just seems sketchy to me. Yeah. Anyways, um, oh, where was I going with this? Darn. I, I don't know. I think you started like two or three different stories. You were saying yeah. something about Gwen at some point, but oh, I think yeah. that might have been separate. Oh or? yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you You're for welcome. helping. Mm-hmm. So Gwen was. <laughs> Saying how she has a location finder on like your phone. Oh, yeah. So people with iPhones. She has it on like tons of different people. Yeah. So like she, if, if I'm like, hey, I wonder like where Noah is or where uh, Shireen is. Like she said she was going to be here. Quinn's like, oh, she's still at so-and-so. I'm like what? It's like, yeah, I got her. Find me on my phone. I'm like that's convenient, but also How does she weird. get everybody's find me? You just ask and they have to like grant permission, permission. to individuals to like see it. Um, just sends it out and it's <laughs> kind of funny because context. it's like almost everybody <laughs> is where your phone is. Oh yeah. It's very no, no, no. rare that like you leave without your phone yeah. to go anywhere. So that's how you find the person by finding their phone. Yeah. But it's like, wow. yeah. So it's, it's a little bit creepy, little but bit creepy. especially like if you have kids, I feel like that's a really good thing. Oh to, yeah. Like, know where your kids are at. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Anyways. I have it. I have it enabled for April. And uh, for my dad, I don't think he knows that. 
but I have it. Dad, I know where you always are. <laughs> your mom's telling your dad right now. Yeah. What's your dad's name again? Brian. Brian! <laughs> Mark knows where you are. Mark knows where you are right now. <laughs> he knows where you are. Um, I remembered what I was going to say about the moon. Oh, what, what trips me out is it doesn't. So, oh, is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. It's supposedly spherical, right? The moon? Yeah, right. It's a, yeah. supposedly a sphere. Yeah. Which is sure. Wait a minute. Probably. So are you questioning even the shape of the moon now? We don't know for sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So this is basically what I'm going to say is it, we only ever see that one face of the moon. Yeah. Right? But, uh, supposedly it's rotating. The moon is rotating. Yeah. And the, the earth is rotating, but the gravitational pull or whatever, like keeps it rotating, like perfectly in line with the earth mm. so that we never see it. So it's spinning, mm-hmm. but we never even see it like turn yeah. slightly to see what's, what else is up there on the yeah. moon. And I just think that's the odds of that. If you, if you believe that there is no God, you're atheistic uh-huh. or agnostic or whatever, like, come on, the odds of that are zero, that that is happening, that it's rotating. We're rotating and we never see it turn even a tiny bit. Yeah. Like it's stuck with its exact face facing us. Yeah. Come on. It's pretty crazy. I think it's wild. Yeah. And the same thing with like the earth's axis. Like they say, if it was tilted, like just a tiny, Mm -hmm. tiny, tiny bit, either way, like we'd all either there'd be an ice age or we would all melt from the sun. Mm. And it's like, how can something be that precise come from nothing? Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I think there has to be a creator based on just that. And there's more things too. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, our, 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 our ecosystem and our world is complex. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Um, and so it's just a matter of where that complexity came from. Mm-hmm. I tend to think that the complexity came by the hands of a creator, an intelligent design. Do you ever think about where your consciousness was prior to being conceived? Mm. Sometimes I think about that and it hurts my brain Yeah, to be like, okay, so there was a point you know, kindergarten ish, mm-hmm. maybe preschool for some where like you start making real memories. Mm. Um, but there was a time before you were even conceived, right? You didn't exist. Yeah. And it's just like trying to think about thought at that point, because mm. you, you weren't, yeah, you weren't anything. Yeah. So like trying to, to like rewind and be like, where was my, when, at what point did my brain start firing? It's In my brain, it's more than that. It's like trying to place myself prior to, mm. but that's probably not good because then you're kind of saying like you're always were, which is a God mm-hmm. thing and we're not God. So yeah, we have a beginning, right? It's true. I just think it's interesting to think about. Like, yeah. Have you seen that movie? Uh, soul. The Disney yeah, Pixar movie. I thought it was pretty good. And it kind of dives into that question. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I don't good. know if I'd watch it for like theological education, but. Yeah, probably not. But it's still a cool movie. I think the, I think it's pretty cool that nobody knows for certain the afterlife. Mm. And we were talking about faith on the last one. And like, mm-hmm. you can do all these studies and uh, ultimately you kind of have to just come up with what you believe based mm-hmm. on everything. And then you kind of just have to say, I have faith in this based on yeah. all my experience and knowledge yeah. I have. It's the same thing with the afterlife. Like we believe that there is a, a heaven and a hell based on scripture and things like that. And there are some um, 
people who, you know, died and came back. Yeah. Um, but you could also probably say like, maybe that's not true. So, which is interesting because for some reason I don't have a problem thinking about where our consciousness was before we were. Mm. Um, but I have a hard time thinking that our consciousness ends at death. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay with saying it starts at birth, but it doesn't end at death. Yeah. Mm. What do you think happens Mm. to Mm. what? Sorry. Just got me thinking. Okay. Mm. What's on your mind? I want to hear what you're thinking. (laughs) No, I just, uh, I think, I think, I think it's really interesting that, that, um, that we have a beginning, but no end. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've always said and known, but just to put into words makes me go. Mm. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just thinking of like, let's say heaven is legit. It's real. Mm-hmm. Everything we've brought up to know is real and mm-hmm. accurate. Let's just say hypothetically. Cool. It'd be nice to say. Yeah. Uh, what do you think your existence is in heaven prior to, um, like the resurrection or like the, mm. what is it called? The end of the world. Uh, I mean, Re- the resurrection. Oh, Re- revelation is the book. The- judgment day. Judgment day. That's what I would say. Okay. Judgment day. All okay. Right. Up until judgment day, when Jesus comes back mm-hmm. and judges everybody that's here still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I uh, my interpretation of, of the Bible and what I've learned is like, at that point, all the bodies join up with souls and like you have your body back. Mm-hmm. So like, what are you doing? Like floating around, chilling? Just floating around. Before you get your body back? Or do you think there are people have their bodies in heaven? No, not in the afterlife. So even your question though, mm-hmm. is I think several steps ahead of what most people believe. Oh. Even within Christianity. Okay, please. I don't think people get there. I think- Elaborate. I think uh, at least within- um, so maybe not within like Lutheran traditions, Lutheran traditions have a little bit of a deeper well, but in, in more like, but in more like of the non denounced stuff and everything, like people just have this understanding that the goal is heaven. Mm-hmm. Like once you, once you leave here, you go to heaven and you're in heaven forever. Just keep it simple. Yeah. And just yeah. end there. And I don't like, know how to do that. That's like, that's, that's not that last chapter. You like stopped reading the book halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> so you just need to keep, keep You started reading. getting into the dragons and the angels with 50,000 eyes. And you're <laughs> like, you know what? I think I'm we're done. Dip. I think we're done here. I think we're, we're through. No. Yeah. But the majority of people, I mean, everything is, and, and this was a struggle for me growing up within the church is that the goal was always this escapist mentality mm. of like, I just need to hold on until I can get out of here and get to heaven. I get that. And then though. we'll be good. Yeah. Um, and that's not the way the scripture talks about it though. Mm-hmm. So scripture talks about, about this earth being restored and renewed and there yeah. being a new heaven and a new earth and us not living in heaven floating around like babies with angel wings playing harps. Yeah. But that we will be on earth in bodies living life, but with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what it looks like now, I don't know. It's spiritual. It's in the spiritual realm. Yeah. It's not physical. I know that. Well, then the, Jesus One also says be. the kingdom of God is within. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I know a lot of people have theories on what that means. And that's such a, man, <laughs> I think the Bible 
I know there are some things that are very clear in it, but there's so much ambiguity, ambiguity, mm-hmm. ambiguity, ambiguity. Thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> that it's like, why wouldn't, wouldn't it just be nice if you can make it in layman's terms, super, super clear of a reader's guide. Yeah. Like if you the do Bible for dummies, do this. I mean, there actually, there is a lot of do this, don't do that, but <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> it's, actually actually. Quite a, it's almost most of it. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about like uh, sacraments and things mm-hmm. like communion. Like it, this is exactly what it is. And this is what I mean when mm-hmm. I say this practice, this as a church moving forward. If mm-hmm. you want to be in line with my word. Yeah. Like if there was a passage like that, that was like from Jesus. It'd be great. It'd be like, Oh, dope. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. But instead it's like, this is this. And, but sometimes I'm going to be met- metaphorical when I say things <laughs> and I'm also going to tell parables, but people are going to be like, what is he talking about? Is that real or not? And you got to figure and it out. out. And you just got to kind of, good luck guys. <laughs> and if you're off by just a couple little bits, you're going to suffer in hell for all eternity, <laughs> but good luck. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> we all hope you find Cedar Creek Community Cedar Church. Church. <laughs> I hope and everybody, and if you don't, that ever exists <laughs> goes there, including everybody that lives across the world. That's another thing I wonder about sometimes too. So, do you talk about uh, predestination at all? Like, do you dabble in that? Oh, we're getting into it. Do I like? Do I know about it or do like I what? Like, preach do on you guys it have a? a Remind me what the denomination is here. Here it's Converge. It's an Converge. association of churches that have Swedish Baptist roots. Okay, so Swedish so Baptist, Baptist yeah. roots. So, it, so Converge so simply, doesn't take... Would you say simply it's Baptist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's It's like question. a Baptist, but not like how you view Baptist. It's kind of like a merge between like Baptist and non-denom. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it does... Converge have a predestination stance. No. Okay. That was my question. No. They even so what I like about Converge is that um they they focus more on unity mm. rather than division. Uh, like yeah. we talked about last time, yeah. other than in regards to baptism. Yeah. They're pretty sticklers on yeah, baptism. That makes sense. I, I guess it. they're Baptists. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's in the name. Yeah, John was the first one. And then the first one. We just established a whole denomination. Everyone else, off of it him. was like John was the Pope of Baptists. <laughs> Baptists. John the Baptist. Everyone else was the Baptist. I came John, after him and he appointed who the Who in the Bible is called the Lutheran. Yeah. <laughs> the Methodist. Right. No, yeah. We have the Baptist. We have the John the Baptist. <laughs> Anyways. So um so yeah, I mean, so it doesn't take a hard stance that like you have to believe this. So churches mm-hmm churches differ and disagree or on the spectrum with mm-hmm. all of it. And I think that's a good thing because mm-hmm. again, I don't think it's a, a black and white line that it's you not, have to right. believe this yeah. in order to, Yeah. but I mean, the amount of people that do believe that is sad. That believe what? That if, if you have to agree with me in order oh, to go oh, to heaven sure, sure. in order, yeah. see, I just said it in order to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven's not the end goal, Peter. That's what I'm telling you. Heaven's not the end goal. What's the end goal? New heaven and new earth here. Oh, heaven is like temporary until God makes a new heaven and a new earth. Oh, after judgment day. Yeah. And then we come back here and we live on earth and this is the new for heaven? all of eternity. What? And this is the new heaven, new earth. Oh, a new earth. Yeah. So 
Heaven is new heavens and new earth. So just like in Genesis where it says that he created the heavens and the earth, uh-huh. like the skies, the galaxy, the universe. So there's going to be a new one. world. Yep. And that's going to be perfect. Yeah. But we'll be here. Yeah. On a new earth. Yeah. But are we going to be, mortar. do you think we'll be ourselves like our bodies? Yeah. In a glorified state. So we'll be like or heavenly nice. bodies on a, in or on yes, earth, but physical. Physical, physical. But like life will still be like, physical, but like holy and perfect. We will hug stuff. each other. We like it's all good. Is it going to be a sinless earth? Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. I, I, I think so. Okay. So heaven is just a holding room. Yeah. Until like judgment a, day. Yeah. Until he brings es- escorts it in. Oh, so the bodies that raise, mm-hmm. which I, I don't, you're not going to be like zombie. Like they'll be healed <laughs> and perfect. And yeah. you know, whatever aren't going up to heaven. The souls that are in heaven will come down to meet the bodies and then there'll be a new earth. Yeah. So Something kind of like what scripture talks about is kind of like this, uh, meeting in the heavens. Oh, so we get to float a little dead bit. and Christ will rise. I kind of want to float a little. You want to float a little? I kind of want to see what it'd be like. <laughs> I think everyone wanted to, wants to fly. <laughs> everyone wants to fly. Oh, that's funny. I'm going to start a new religion and it's going to be called everyone wants to fly. Everyone wants to fly. It's all going to be based around that. Everyone can moment. float. Um. <laughs> so like so i don't know in uh, which was the best part of willy wonka by the way <laughs> floating yeah not at all. when I, like we got so to that part fun. i was like this is oh, my word awesome. you're right i would want to be here right yeah i want to go yeah chocolate rivers eh. i could do without yeah but the bubbles golden eggs room? Eh. but come on floating Psh, so <laughs> great oh anyways anyways what <laughs> i interrupted um, you no you're good so like so I don't know how it is in Wells, like talking about uh, it's eschatology and times and things like that. It's dark and damp. But um, there's there's a lot of different views on the end times, mm. and um, and and people don't always agree. But there's segments of Christianity that think that all Christians agree with them in regards to their end times view and thinks that their end times view is the only end times view mm. and that it's going to happen just because they don't know about the other end times views. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. So there's like, for example, I, I grew up um, learning, only learning about a dispensational premillennial view of eschatology. Okay. And it's it's this the timeline of you're going to be raptured. There's seven years of tribulation, kind of like the Left Behind series, kind mm-hmm. of that thing. So that that communicates that view. Mm-hmm. Um, there's seven years of tra- uh, tribulation, then God comes back for a millennial reign, Battle of Armageddon, and Jeez. that's the end. Wow. Long timeline. Um, but there's other perspectives and other views that I didn't know about until I like I, I probably learned about them before but until i got to college is when i really understood them i think it's probably most people like i think most people who are raised uh in a christian or whatever of a religious household don't really get exposed to other views until like high school college mm-hmm. age because usually you're surrounded your parents intentionally surround you with like-minded children yeah whether it's through school and other things mm-hmm. so that essentially you think that's the only thing mm-hmm until you hit high school, yeah. college, and you're like, wait, wait, wait. There's all these other things. Yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, and, and you then, and you have a tendency to believe the things that the people you listen to say to believe. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to a specific preacher 
or a specific religious leader mm-hmm. and they're communicating something is truth, then yeah, it must be truth. Of course. And then that's, they know that's the only truth. Yeah. And so I don't need to look into it anymore. Yeah. That's really interesting. I remember I was in college and I did a Bible study when I was a freshman. And I still remember this because I felt a little ignorant, but I don't know who's right, obviously. But what it was, was we were talking about the Holy Spirit and stuff like that and, and faith. Mm. And I was raised, so Lutheran, Wells Lutheran is very much that we don't really do anything. Mm. We get baptized and then the Holy Spirit comes to us and gives us faith. Mm-hmm. And we uh, believe by grace and we're saved by grace and faith through the Holy Spirit coming into our hearts. Mm-hmm. It's almost completely hands off on our part. Yeah. Like we don't do anything. Like we just are blessed to have this faith. Yeah. And uh, I remember we were talking about uh, faith in the Holy Spirit and they said something about like choosing to believe and stuff like that. And I interjected to this group of, you know, 18, 19 year old kids in this Bible study and freshman in college. I was like, actually, just so we all are clear. We don't choose. <clears throat> we don't choose to have faith. The Holy Spirit gives us faith. Mm. It's like, and maybe I do. Like I said, like we're we're all in gray areas here, yeah. and like just having faith is is yeah. is what's most important. But anyways, yeah. Back to the predestination. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. You're like terrified. <laughs> like where are we going? I think it's always an interesting conversation to um, talk about, like like tribes that are off grid that mm. still exist. Mm-hmm. It's like, they don't even have the opportunity to be exposed to Christianity or faith religion. It's like, but if they live, live leave a lead a good life and they try and, you know, provide for their family and mm. they, you're not ripping anybody off and all these things. Mm. It's like, uh, then it's, is it predestination of if they were to be exposed to mm. the faith, would they accept or would they not? And then mm-hmm. stuff like that. So those are always difficult conversations because ultimately we can't know. But I think it's worth t- talking about because then it kind of challenges our beliefs mm-hmm. in um, in general. I yeah, guess. and I think that's that's a motivator for for us to go and share. Too. Yeah, I think that's I mean, what it's supposed to be, right? Yes. Yeah. How will they believe if they do not hear? Nations. How will they hear if you do not preach? How will they right. preach if you don't go? <laughs> right. Go, but then there's also stories of missionaries who have learned dialects of these languages. They spent years, and then they go out there and they get shot with a bow and arrow immediately. So it's like, hmm, Hmm. was that mission blessed by the Lord? (laughs) I don't know. One might argue he wasn't a big fan of that idea. Do you know how that story ends? I don't. You don't? Please, please tell me. So I'm assuming you're talking about like Nate Saint, Jim Elliott. Probably. Probably. So they went and they got shot and killed. Uh And um, eventually their wives went and after forming relationships with them and, um, and I think one of their sons went and formed relationships and ministered and the tribe got saved. And they what? And the tribe believed in Jesus. Whoa. Okay. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty wild. <laughs> I'm probably leaving a huge chunk sure. about it, but I'll I'll reserve my my comments on that. For Have later. you heard of Elizabeth Elliot? Have you heard of that name or not? No. Okay, it's Jim Elliot's wife. Oh, Jim Elliot's wife. <laughs> <laughs> James, I call him. Jay, you call him Jay. Yeah. Was it Jim Elliot? 
Is it Jim Elliott? No, I'm, no, I don't know if it's Jim I, Elliott or not. Who's Elizabeth Elliott? Jim Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> is it Jim? I'm gonna. Ah, uh, man, I feel like I'm saying the wrong name now. But he was one of the ones that was killed by the Indians, and Elizabeth mm. Elliott was his wife. That oh, 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 that went back. Okay. Yeah, and I think uh, Nate Saint was the pilot. I think his sister went too. Mm. Takes a lot of guts. Yeah. That takes a lot of guts. Yeah, it does. It absolutely does. But I mean, it's also probably not as difficult as a dis- of a decision when it's like it was your loved one's whole mission and drive. their whole mission, yeah. And now that person that you cared so much about is gone. Mm. I feel like you'd be more likely to take that risk because you're already like, you know, mourning that person. So yeah. you're like, well, I'm gonna give it a shot. Give it a shot. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So where are you going? Where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? Where are we going? Right here, buddy. To the whole world. <laughs> to the whole, to the whole YouTube, Spotify the whole there world. We go. That has access to the internet. Yeah, there you go. The whole world go and make does. disciples of all nations that have access to Wi-Fi. To Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's what it should have said. <laughs> That's what it should have said. That's the new. On it. Got it. That's the new, new version. Yep. <laughs> so sometimes churches and... Um, will like update their texts and st- things like that. Right. Like there's so many versions of the Bible and mm-hmm. uh, our church that I grew up in is mm-hmm. Wells church. And I don't know if the whole Wells did. I think the whole Wells updated their hymnal. Oh, okay. So for those of you unfamiliar, uh, we grew up in the Wells church. What's up there? There was a chipmunk up there. Oh, oh. boy. Ooh, it gives me the heebies. What? The heebie-jeebies. What, do you think he's going to get you through the window? He could. You don't know that. Oh, man. God forbid he has wings. going to do that. He's going to start singing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Alvin! Um, so we had hymnals, and basically all the liturgy, there was mm. different liturgies that yeah. you could follow that were all in the hymnal, and then all the hymns were in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just updated it, and they got a new hymnal. Wow. And I grew up with the same hymnal from when I was born, and I think it was, you know, decades before that that they had that one. And... uh a lot of people are saying they don't even like it. They're like, because a big part of the Wells is like tradition. Yeah. It's very traditional. They didn't it's very like, like new hymn. Well, I mean, they might have put new hymns I in. I think they but... did a lot. Like a lot of the liturgy has like kind of sing songy phrases in it as part of it. Mm. And you get used to those tunes and you kind of follow along. It's, it's all actually the modern lingo. It's pretty close to Catholicism, honestly. Oh. Like Wells and Catholic are like, very close side by side yeah. apart from like the Mary thing and some of the sacraments, but mm-hmm. the way it's all framed up is very close mm-hmm. um, because Luther's Luther was Catholic. Yeah. And his, his desire wasn't to make a whole new religion. No, he just wanted to fix what he, he wanted to reform, reform the, the reformation. Is the chipmunk still there? trying to get in? I oh, I see him. You see him up there. Yeah. Oh, come on, oh, buddy. Nope. Stay out there. Come on down, the window buddy. wall cover's not on. He could get in here. Could he really? Well, the window's not open, so I guess well, he couldn't get through the window. Say, the window's closed. <sighs> My heart is racing I'm going right to go now. get him. Don't get him. I'm going to go Leave bring him, him out there. Clearly, he wants a Leave friend. him with his family. Are you scared of uh, like rodent animals, too? I don't, I don't prefer them. But are you more scared of birds? Yeah. Mm. So I have... Uh, what if, okay. So I'm changing the subject a little bit. Is that oh, okay? But sure. I want to go back to the hymnal thing. Oh, so. no, I'm done with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it, which means we're done with it. <laughs> okay. No, no, you, you can bring it back. I've, I felt bad about um, the uh, bird thing because Titus is now scared of birds because of my, like he's petrified. Really? Like won't go near a bird. 
And like when we're camping, like he hears a bird and he freaks out. Oh yeah. And so I think it's partially my fault and partially we were at the Shalom wildlife it's partially center. The bird's fault. It is. <laughs> we were at the Shalom wildlife center and there was a parrot there. And uh-huh. Titus went up to it and man, it like cursed Titus out. It was really didn't, I don't, didn't use curse words, but it used bird curse words. Wow. And like, yeah, it's squawked at him. I was going to do it, but I don't want to hurt That's, people's ears. Oh, <laughs> do it back here. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have liked that either. Yeah. It like was really loud. He started crying. And so now he doesn't like birds. That's fair. Yeah. So we all have our own path. If, if, if a flock of birds is chasing you and in front of you is just a field full of puddles, puddles. a field full of puddles. And then there's chipmunks coming in from the sides. (laughs) That's your worst nightmare. Yeah, without a doubt. Wow. Yeah, without a doubt. So you better have faith and believe, otherwise that's where you're going. Yeah, I'd run. (laughs) That'd be your afterlife if you're a bad guy. (laughs) Just birds. Um, What about uh, purgatory? Do I? I heard. So this is all just speculation. I'm not. I'm not going to be able to confirm or deny because I'm not super well versed. So what I heard was that Roman Catholics themselves are now saying that purgatory isn't uh doctrine. Or so that's isn't. what I've heard too, but I've also heard the opposite. Okay. So that's where I can't, probably I have can't to talk speak to, like a to cardinal it. or something. Yeah. Somebody who knows best. And it was probably something was said by a Catholic leader that was hesitant towards purgatory, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's official church doctrine. Got it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one thing I, I think is, I, I don't know that the Catholic church can change their dogma. The Pope can. I know, but shouldn't it be set? Like, shouldn't whatever they've decided since they're like, we have this all passed down from Jesus to Peter mm-hmm. to all of us is like, their doctrine should be one of the few that can't change. Yeah. You would think. You'd think. It's like, oh, well, we are yeah. correct. And then if they're like, except for this thing, then it opens up a whole can of worms of, well, if you were wrong about this, then couldn't you yeah. be wrong about all of it? Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know too much about that but yeah and they would say that historically it has stayed is mm-hmm. what they would say probably yeah. anyways we can talk about something else <laughs> i feel like we've been dabbling with uh church and religion quite a bit which yeah. is good it's all yeah. good conversation but so i mean making those so it's hard as a uh a father and a husband and i don't think we talk about that enough, even within like the religious circles of making those decisions of how you're going to lead your family sure, and what you're, what you're going to do for your kids with your kids, where you're going to go to church. Cause now your convictions and what you're thinking about is, is molding mm-hmm. your child too. So, mm-hmm. and that can be a good thing, yeah, but it's also a little bit of a scary thing Yeah, is, is what you're teaching a few things is what you're teaching your kids true mm-hmm. or is what you're teaching your kids going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of pressure there mm-hmm. that, that I think parents um, maybe even subconsciously wrestle with. Mm-hmm. Um, even you've mentioned it, even like with, with, uh, with Henry and your, yeah, Henry, like being baptized or not yeah. being baptized, and right. like 
make the right decision. And it's tough because you can't know with an absolute certainty. Yeah. All you can do is have faith in one or the other. Yeah. And it's honestly, I'm like, well, why don't we just double dip? It's like, <laughs> let's baptize him as an infant just in case. Just in case. And then when he's an adult, if he's like, hey, I think this is probably, I'm more convicted of adult baptism. I'm like, go if ahead. Op- opportunity, yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but scripture does talk about the unity of one baptism. Oh, no. Like, so oh, no. Now we're adding. I'm in trouble. <laughs> so, so, no, but that's, that's where you wrestle with. Because, yeah. I mean, we have people in our church that were... Um, infant baptized. Yeah, yeah. And then they want to get baptized again. As well, then we have people who are infant baptized and are confident in that infant baptism, comfortable in their infant yeah. baptism, and they're part of our church, and it's beautiful. Uh-huh. And then we have people in our church that uh, were infant baptized, but now feel a conviction for adult baptism mm. and and go forward with adult baptism. Then we have people who weren't infant baptized and mm. go forward with believers' baptism. So. Interesting. Um, it's a gamut. Again, my my focus, mm-hmm. and I know there's a, a plethora of people who disagree with me. Love that word. Um, is my focus is unity with all of these doctrines that aren't primary doctrines. Mm-hmm. I think it's more important, especially with where I think the church in America is headed. Yeah, I don't think the American church is headed towards flourishing, mm-hmm. um, or maybe it is, but in a completely different way mm-hmm. than what it is now. Um, and so I think unity is going to need to be a primary focus because for too long we've played these silly games of dividing lines based yeah. on silly doctrines. Gerrymandering. Yep. Yeah. Like that. This is what That's what they do in the big meetings. <laughs> yeah. Of all the, like, all all the gotta, denomination we guys. We got to divide up the denominations. I got it, guys. Let's just do Let's this. Let's do this. If you're listening, we're flailing our hands around <laughs> like, like little girls Very fighting. Silly. Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm is right. I, so I had a thought. Good. What if, so I don't think, I think there is a truth. I think there is a truth as far as like God, the creator. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have conviction that it's uh, the Christian God and, mm-hmm. you know, a creator and Jesus is our savior and all that stuff. So I'm not talking religion wise here. Okay. Remove religion from what I'm about to say. Okay. I think in life, it wouldn't, I think it's possible that everybody is right mm. based on what they think about their life. Mm. Um, and it's kind of similar to the saying of like, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. So if you have faith in yourself about what you're doing, I think you're correct. Like if you're like, I can do this, I can succeed. I can yeah. do all these things. It's like, I think you're right for you. Yeah. But if you're also like, you know what? Life's, life sucks. Like life mm-hmm. is rough. Like I keep getting beaten down. And it's like, I'm not going to, I can't get through this. It's like, I think that person's right too. Yeah. Not that they can't change their perspective or whatever, but yeah. whatever you're continually saying to yourself mm-hmm. or whatever your perception is of mm-hmm. your world and what you do every day, mm-hmm. I think everybody's right Yeah, for them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you could have somebody come in and say, well, no, like this, 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 this. It's like, no, but for that person, like this sucks. Yeah. Or for th- totally. this person, like, even though it looks like they're getting beat, like, they think they're going to make it. And yeah. I think they will because that's what they, yeah. you know. And this sucks looks completely different for some people oh, than yeah. other people. Yeah. I and mean, there's some people who, who, whatever, exactly. did something whose blender broke at home. And that sucks. <laughs> like, 
That sounded my like life. a blender breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to give it the, the feel before I went into it. <laughs> and then there's other people who's like, my newborn baby passed away. Like, that sucks. And so there's different levels of, of suckiness. But mm. according to, I mean, and that's why this, the silly perception is reality mm-hmm. is so true. I think so. Yeah. So true. Which makes it even that much more crucial for you to kind of take a um, inventory mm. of how you talk to yourself, mm. of, uh, of your perspective on your own life and all these things. Because I think it really, really, really matters yeah. as far as how your life is going to go and mm-hmm. continue to go. And it can change. Like someone who's crushing it and having like really good self-confidence can have something happen. Mm-hmm. And they're just, now they're just like, they're down and they're in the dumps and they get depressed. And that now mm-hmm. their whole reality has become that. Yeah. But it can go the other way too. Like if yeah. you're down, if you can, it's really hard though, when you are in a deep, dark mm. place, like to be like, well, if I just say everything's going to be all right. Cause it's like one, you don't believe it already. <laughs> yeah. And then two, you're already in the um, perpetual like minutia. Minutia, exactly. Very, you're very nice. For. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I like that a lot. Minutia, minutia. I, I like that. You know what I'm thinking. That helps me a lot. Of uh, of like negativity, and it's really hard to yeah. get out of that rut. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think that's interesting. So I think it's interesting how people um, in those difficult places respond differently to different things. Yeah. And that's why you gotta, I mean, it's hard. Cause like, so, so one person could be down in the dumps, really struggling. Yeah. And what they need to hear is me just with them saying, yeah, I understand mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah. Keep pressing on. You got this. Yeah. We're going to get through this together. Mm-hmm. And then another person needs to hear, shut up and get going. Yes. Like just get off your butt and go do something. Yeah. And like, like if I heard that, yeah. I would go cry. Yeah. But <laughs> there are other people that need to hear that yeah. in order to, to turn You're things right. around. I, I love like motivational YouTube videos and things like mm-hmm. that, but I have to find the ones that hit me yeah. where I'm at. And sometimes it's just a, um, like a Jim Rohn, like giving a lecture yeah. and like, Hey, this is how you should organize your life for success. And be like, yeah, you're right. Like I, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Versus like some guy being like, get off your butt. Like <laughs> you, you wake up at 3am and hit the gym and make sure you're, you know, and all these things. It's like, yeah. you just like, dude, like relax. Yeah, ouch. Who hurt you? Like, <laughs> but sometimes you need that. You yeah. know, if you're just like being lazy and you're just like yeah. being a bum, sometimes you need someone to come kick you in the butt to yeah, get going. You're right. I just need to just go do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, that's where it's hard like, interacting with people and, and you never and know. And how do you know? You don't, I mean, you, you don't, you kind of do that professionally is like helping yeah. people. So like, how do you navigate what somebody needs? Do you ask or do you try and feel out the situation or do you just know from knowing the individual all of the above. Those were great options, Peter. <laughs> Those were such good options. Minutia. As I was <laughs> as I was thinking through answers, you would say it. And I was like, oh, but it's also this. And then you would say Whoa. that. It was incredible. Yeah. My word. No, I think a huge part is knowing the individual, having sure. a relationship with the individual. Mm-hmm. That's why I think like counselors have it so hard because yeah. they don't know this person. Say. And they're just coming in in the midst of like this deep struggle. Yeah. And they're like having to carry like that's that's. 
that is where an aspect of a pastor's job is counselor. It's very mm-hmm. different because I know this person. Do you guys get like classes on counseling in like theologic theological college? Not really. Don't you think that's a big part of being a pastor? Huge though? part. Huge it's kind of like miss. not learning about taxes and finances in school, yeah. even though it's a huge part of your life. Yeah. Like you guys should get counseling yeah. and like personal. Yeah. And like, you can, I mean, like when you get your PhD, you can emphasize and things like that. Yeah, but or, it should be, you'd think it'd be it like should a be core. like a staple, like like a gen ed. <laughs> it should. Yeah. I mean, you're dealing <laughs> with the congregation. It's all these people and they're all going to have issues yeah. and come to the, their pastor. Yeah. Man, they're kind of just throwing people into the fire. Just go figure it out. Figure it out. Just love people. Figure out the absolute hardest thing there is dealing with people. <laughs> and again, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I guess they're like counting on like the Holy Spirit to help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which he will. He will. He will. Yeah. He will. Just to clarify. Yeah. Um, and the other hard part is like not everybody that goes to Bible college is going to become a pastor. So like, oh, that's, that's true. You're going, people who are going to become professors who are going okay. to be teachers who are just yeah. going just for education. So that makes sense. Um, but it's still very, you think very there'd be like different tracts of like, oh, you're going to be a pastor. Then you take these classes, which are slightly different than the yeah. professor, which they, and they have that, like mm-hmm. you major in, um, you can major in like pastoral studies or you can major in youth ministry or oh. children's ministry or things. And I chose theology. Yeah. I chose sense. Did you, um, before you were here, were you a head pastor somewhere else? Or is this your first head pastor? This is my first head pastor. What did you come? Was this your first job or were you like an associate pastor? I worked at Starbucks. Just kidding. I did work at Starbucks. (laughs) I I remember you telling me that. (laughs) I was a youth pastor for a while and a worship pastor for a while. Oh, okay. In Florida? Youth pastor in, um, Chicago area, Chicagoland area. How was that? It was good. It was okay. Yeah, but it it's wasn't probably, what I wanted to do. Yeah. I loved being a worship pastor. Like being a worship what does pastor. That mean? Um so so I started out as the creative arts director, actually. Um and so I was over it was a bigger church. I just wanna Creek, re- so. I was gonna say there's let me paraphrase or give you some background. Uh from a Wells perspective, which is my background, mm-hmm. you have one or two pastors <laughs> and a secretary. Yeah. Like there is no, no matter the size of the it. church. <laughs> it's like if, if the pastor like played guitar in college and wants to play for him, <laughs> it's like, Whoa, pastor brought Whoa. his guitar today. Oh, big We're day. getting a little modern up in <laughs> here. <laughs> I don't know if I like how progressive. Oh, this he's got is. a capo. Look out gentlemen. <laughs> here we go. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so when you say like a, like a worship director yeah. or whatever, I'm like, what do you have to direct? The organ? Make sure the organ's greased up. <laughs> Make sure the organ's- I don't know. <laughs> so I was, I was in charge of like the audio visual, mm-hmm. the tech, the yeah. visuals, the like most of like the marketing and communication stuff. Most uh, um, Protestants aren't aware of the production that goes into non-denom slash yeah, Baptist exactly. big yeah. Stuff like that. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. which is great. It's just different. Yeah. It's different. It is very, very different. And, um, so I did all that stuff, but then, and then I would have my worship team and so we would rehearse and learn mm-hmm. new songs and do things. And then did you direct with, or did you also participate in the worship? Like um, playing and singing and stuff? Oh no, I would, I would play and sing. So oh, I okay. majority of the time lead for my guitar. Okay. And then, um, yeah. And lead worship. But when did you start playing guitar? Uh, or any instrument. Uh, you were, did you start on drums? Drums were my first instrument. Drums were yeah. your first. And when was that? When you were a kid? Uh, when I was like 
15 or 16 probably. Okay. So our church needed a drummer. So oh. like Mark figured it out. Wow. So I jumped on and figured it out. Uh, who's the pastor's kid here? Yeah, again? find the pastor's kid. Mark. And legitimately in those like three years that I was that in high school and at that church, yeah. I had to learn drums. I learned bass and I learned so much in regards to sound and tech yeah. and video and everything like that. Just but because, you're probably glad now that you know. It. Oh yeah. 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 Seriously. Now music is a big part of your life. Huge part. Huge part. Yeah. And I think it's a, I think it's a, a useful thing in my utility belt. Absolutely. I can whip it out. When, um, <laughs> when, um, uh, it, I don't know if it still is, but it was um, for the Wells. There's only one Wells like seminary. Oh yeah. Um, so you'd go to WLC, no MLC, Martin Luther College. Mm. And then you go to the seminary if you're being pastor. But for pastors and teachers, I think teachers um, had to learn how to play piano. Really? Like because you have to like play piano yeah. as part of like your day in classes mm-hmm. like you guys would sing hymns or like do songs and mm-hmm. whatever i so i think it was either you had to learn piano or there might have been a second option but basically all the teachers i had growing up could play piano could play piano because they had to that's wild which i think is nuts i don't know i i'm pretty sure they got rid of that yeah but uh yeah i thought that was kind of nuts that mm-hmm. they like force you to all right, now we learn how to play piano. So like anybody could just sit down and Christ the Lord <laughs> yeah. is risen today. Yes, great song. Great hymn. Great hymn. But it's good. Um, yeah. My favorite thing, and this is totally carnal probably, but is when I'm like doing a um, a funeral or maybe I'm just preaching and there's a guest there. Mm. And then like in a point in the sermon, like I'll sing part of a song. And you can just see like, oh, this pastor can sing. <laughs> he, he's yeah. not just a talking mouth. He's, he's got also, some pipes. He's also a singing mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite hymn? Oh, You've know. mentioned that you like In Christ Alone, which is a new hymn. I do love In Christ Alone. So this is what I was wondering. When they come out with this new hymnal, mm-hmm. would In Christ Alone be in it or There's not? a good chance. Yeah. Really? So they, sure they put new hymns in it too. They might bring some modern hymns into the new hymnal, but I haven't even seen the new hymnal that they're using. Mm. But I think it's blue now. It needs to be red. <laughs> which would cause controversy. It's a political statement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, but it's crazy how even that stuff can yeah, cause controversy. No, I know. And especially like, I mean... I think there's some more youth there now where I mm-hmm. went to, where I grew up that church, mm-hmm. but for a good portion of while I was there, it was like the, the 60 and up mm. was like 80% of the congregation. Yeah. So like the tradition, not only as a church being Wells, yeah. but also the actual individuals that grew up there mm-hmm. their whole life, 50, 60, 70, 80 years yeah. of it are like, this is correct. Yeah. And they're so d- like, convicted of like, this is it. Yeah. Um, which is fine. But yeah. And I mean, uh, so you have the struggle of like, it's all gray hair, like in 20 years, who's going to be around 20, 30, 40 years, who's going to be around. Right. But you also have like huge beauty in that. Like you have, you have a church full of incredibly wise, spiritually mature people who have lived and suffered well absolutely, and have like this wealth of knowledge and wisdom to pour into a younger generation. If the younger generation was there, which is something I think is worth talking about in general, like Mm -hmm. in life is, um, I don't think, any of us do a good enough job trying to honestly selfishly extract wisdom Mm. from like the elderly population. Yeah. 
Like, I just don't think it happens because mm. we're so, especially like um, spouses and parents. Yeah. Cause you got a spouse, you're probably working full time. You got kids. You're just so wrapped up in it. Yeah. That's just like just doing, but you could probably learn so much from somebody who's like 80 something, mm-hmm. 90 something. Like how cool would it be all. just to like have like a regular, even monthly lunch with someone who's yeah. elderly. And I, just think it, I, think, their, I think we should do that more. Probably the toughest part is like figuring out where to find somebody. <laughs> I need to find myself an old person <laughs> on eBay or yeah. Craigslist. That might be creepy. <laughs> I know there's volunteer gigs. You'd probably volunteer and like do lunch or something. Oh yeah. Like a senior you meant like old people volunteering. Oh, I want to volunteer do that too. my time. They could rent out their knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Facebook Some marketplace. We've, uh, we've talked about developing this, um, of doing like a mentoring ministry. Yeah. Where you partner up like older people with younger people. Yeah. Like go learn from one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. It's important. I think it's dangerous to have communities that of people that all look the same. Yeah. Um, especially in churches. Mm-hmm. I think the healthiest churches are the churches that have a wide age range who have a, a, a breadth of demographic. Yeah, I agree. Cause it, cause it puts friction there and makes you even more convicted of your belief mm-hmm. because you have to defend it. Is he back? He's back. Chip. It looks like a rat. No, that's a chipmunk. Yeah, there's a chipmunk. Chipmunk. Got a fuzzy tail. I think he's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Debatable. He's <laughs> a parrot. Oh, man. Well, I love you. Do you? I love you so much, wow, Peter. Wow, that's oh, nice. Oh, my goodness. I love you so much. Wow. If I could just hug you all oh, day, every day. Get out of here, dude. That's nice. It'd, it'd be the best. It'd be the best. Oh. I, um... I think it was the last episode. I don't, I, I, um, I, I struggle to remember what we talked about whenever we leave here for some yeah, reason. Same. And so I was watching, I think the one episode and I was like, Oh, there's Peter's belly. My belly popped out. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Well, when you lifted up and showed me your party trick. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, oh, look yeah, at that. the Man, alien thing about that. That's fun. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's going to get the most listens. Yeah, um, go and back views. and I lift my shirt up and show my belly. Hey, oh, you're gonna have to find which episode. <laughs> it's not. Fun, it's not. It's not that exciting. <laughs> but I do do a cool trick. Do a cool trick. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> well, if you've listened this long, thank you for listening this long. What are you doing? What do you What do you think they're doing right now? While they're listening, yeah. Um, so what I've heard from people, sorry, I moved the whole table. Yeah, this table well, is the furthest from secure. <laughs> I could whip you with that microphone. Oh, oh look at this. Oh boy, we gotta tighten these <laughs> these legs. Good thing these aren't real. Anyways, what have you heard from people? <clears throat> um, that they do it while while going on walks. Oh, while driving. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other things I've heard? Dishes. Doing dishes. Have you heard that? I do it. I listen, you to, listen us. to it. Yeah. I listen to us in the car. You know, what's really funny. I've what? actually heard some artists say this and I think it's probably true, Ugh. but some, uh, one specific artist I heard recently say like, I wanted this music to exist. So I knew I had to make it like, oh. I wanted this song to like, listen to. Yeah. So, so I, I had, had to make, make it. it. And like, I'll genuinely like try and like search out podcasts. Yeah. And it's like, blech. Blech. like I love listening to us way more. We're awesome. I think I think it's entertaining. <laughs> I'll go back and get like little nuggets from True. from past episodes and be like, 
wow, thanks, Pete. I think we, I think we do both. I think we have fun and we have the silly conversations, but that's not all the podcast. Right. No, we also have good conversations. So much more. So much more. We talk about puddles. What? Puddles. Puddles. Yeah. Our deepest, darkest fears. Mm, No, like serious theological things. Yeah. Struggles of fatherhood and husbandry. Yeah. Landscaping. <laughs> one day, one day, one day, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. You'll have to show us how. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, if you've been watching, uh, just 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 take a minute and scroll down and hit the fifth star. I dare you not to. I dare <laughs> you to not do it. I, dare, I bet you won't. Yeah, I bet you won't. <laughs> and then after you hit the fifth star, um, if you're watching this on YouTube. Go down and hit the thumbs up button mm-hmm. and then go to write a comment and you're going to click there and you're going to, you're going to type, you're going to type something. What should they type? Um, Mark told me to Mark put a comment. told me to leave a comment on here and you're going to do that. And you're going to hit enter and it's going to comment on there. Actually, I think it'd be kind of fun if you guys, if you're listening and you leave a comment on YouTube for us to like, like a question or something you want us to talk answer. about. We can answer the questions. Ask us whatever give you us, want. Give us some topics to chat about. Yeah, and, that'd be so And fun. ask us some questions. We'll answer them. Well, you gotta, you gotta put it, put yeah. a comment down. If you're on Spotify, there's a question that says like, "How'd you like the episode?" You can write in that, and you can say, "I did," or you can say, "I didn't." Yeah, and we'll get a PO box one of these days. Yeah, mm-hmm. PO box. A PO box. Po-po. So thanks for watching. Yeah, appreciate you. I hope you have a great day and stuff. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Love you, baby. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah.